0: Welcome to The Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks again for joining me on the broadcast, you're on the radio or podcast. You might even be watching on video, but I thank you for doing that. And as always, I hope you were encouraged and even enlightened, as the case may be, with yesterday's Wednesday for women with Adia Wushner. She always has great insights from scripture and her experience when it comes to health care and education and government, uh, her time in the in the uh, Kentucky General Assembly. Uh, she's a bioethicist and a, and, a, and a registered nurse, and I think even higher than that. I don't remember all the qualifications she has, but she does an excellent job of what's going on in our culture in every way. And uh, uh, she actually jo- joins us each Wednesday, for those of you who may have heard her the first time yesterday or not heard her yet. So be sure to keep it on your calendar and encourage others to join us as well. Today, as we do every Thursday between Wednesdays for Women and Family Foundation Fridays, We bring another teaching from God's Word, and as many of you know, this year we are using the My Utmost for His Highest and Still Higher for His Highest devotionals from Oswald Chambers to challenge and encourage us in our walk with Christ, not just as Savior, but as Lord. Tuesday's message a couple of days ago was powerful and hard-hitting as we shared that His Lordship means that He and His Word are the overmastering direction for all of our life and can only be found in a relationship with him that he died to freely give us. He shed his blood on the cross, not just to save us and take us into eternity, but to do so in a loving relationship with him. Go back and check it out again, or maybe for the first time, and be sure to share it with others who need to know him as Savior and learn to walk with him as Lord. You can find these and many others at loveandlordship.com. Love and Lordship all together, spelled out loveandlordship.com. That's our ministry website. Uh, you can you can click on the read, the watch, or the listen tabs at the top, and you can find articles, podcasts, or videos of this. Or you can click on the Vimeo icon down near the bottom of the homepage, the V, and then there's a pod bean that you'll recognize uh, icon as well. And there's your podcast. I'd love to know what you think. Uh, I'd love to know that you're sharing them. I thank you for those that are doing it. We are already Uh, We're being asked by uh, several groups now, some churches that we're doing retreats and conferences with, as well as those that are asking to use our book uh, for their discipleship in their church. And so I'm grateful to the Lord that he's using this and bringing his fruit through this and using us to do it. And for those who are, are, are being led to do so, I'm thankful for that. If your church or group would like to know more, Uh, I'd love to talk with you about that. Or if you just want to comment on these or disagree or whatever, contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's love and lordship all together, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Well, as so often in these devos, we find that they build on each other and continue to take us deeper. Meat, not milk, remember. This is certainly true in today's message is we're going to put two of these together to continue to deepen our faith and walk in Christ. This is done as we are called to look again. That's the theme, it's gonna run through these two. And in doing so, we learn what it means to consecrate ourselves to Christ, not just one time, but over and over again, and to be able to do so by changing the way that we look to Him and His Word continually and learn to think differently. As you will soon come to find out, I gave away both titles in in essence there in my little uh, brief short intro right there. So let's jump in with the first one. And as you'll see, we're going to camp out for the most part in Matthew chapter six with these. The first one is entitled, Look Again and Consecrate. I told you I gave it away, right? Now for those following along in the print edition or at myutmost.org, this is from January 26th. What does it mean? I'm asking these questions before we jump in. What does it mean to be consecrated to Christ? Let's see where Chambers leads us with with regard to being consecrated in this message. Matthew 630 says, If God so clothed the grass of the field, shall he not much more clothe you? A simple statement of Jesus is always a puzzle to us if we are not simple. How are we going to be simple with the simplicity of Jesus? By receiving his spirit, we talked about that yesterday, recognizing and relying on him, obeying him as he brings the word of God, and life will become amazingly simple. Consider, says Jesus, how much more your father who clothes the grass of the field will clothe you if you keep your relationship right with him. Every time we have gone back in spiritual communion, it has been because we have impertinently known better than Jesus Christ, or we think we have. We have allowed the cares of the world to come in and forgotten the much more of our Heavenly Father. And I would say that's rooted in the culture and in our own flesh, what we can see and sense and emote. The devotional continues, Behold the fowls of the air. Their main aim is to obey the principle of life that is in them, and God looks after them. Jesus says that if you are rightly related to him and obey his spirit, and his word, I would add, that is in you, God will look after your feathers. Consider the lilies of the field. They grow where they are put. Many of us refuse to grow where we are put. Consequently, we take root nowhere. Jesus says that if we obey the life God has given us, he will look after all the other things. Has Jesus Christ told us a lie? If we are not experiencing the much more, it is because we are not obeying the life God has given us. We are taken up with confusing considerations, I'm adding this phrase, of our own. How much time have we taken up worrying God with questions when we should have been absolutely absolutely free to concentrate on his work. Consecration means the continual separating of myself to one particular thing, set apart, set aside for that one thing. We cannot consecrate once and for all. Am I continually separating myself to consider God every day of my life? So a big part of consecrating ourselves for Christ is our being set apart for His purposes and His will. How do we know those? Time in His Word, in prayer, with His Spirit. And yet worry is a great deterrent to our being consecrated. Jesus tells us that we're not to worry, but we so often make worry a daily routine in our lives as though God's okay with it because it comes natural to us. It only destroys our faith and feeds our unbelief keeping us from all that he has in store for us. So how do we respond to this? Well, in the very next day's devotion on January 27th, we're taken into the next steps in order to find out how we approach worry and how to overcome it as we look again and think. Again, January 27th, if you're following along in the print version or myutmost.org, He goes back to verse 25 in Matthew chapter 6 and says, Take no thought for your life. (laughs) A warning which needs to be reiterated is that the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in will choke all that God puts in us. We are never free from the recurring tides of this encroachment. If it does not come along the line of clothes and food... It will come along the line of money or lack of money, friends or lack of friends, or on the line of difficult circumstances. We talked about that just a few days ago, right? It is one steady encroachment all the time. And unless we allow the spirit of God to raise up the standard against it, these things will come in like a flood. I'm adding this, here's God's answer with what and how we are to think differently so that the things of this world don't consume and overwhelm us. Matthew 6, I told you we're camping out there, right? He asks, he goes back in, in verse 30, he goes back in verse 25, he asks again, and then in verse 33, he gives us the answer. Think about, dwell on and seek after his kingdom and righteousness, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and all these other things will be taken care of. I'll add them to you. Not what we think we need, but what he knows we need. Spend your time on these things so that you can overcome the natural flesh by the Spirit. In so doing, you will be able to, as Chambers continues, take no thought for your life. Be careful about one thing only, says our Lord, your relationship to me. Now listen to this. Common sense shouts loud and says, That is absurd, I must consider how I'm going to live. I must consider what I'm going to eat and drink and what I wear. Jesus says you must not. Beware of allowing the thought that this statement is made by one who does not understand our particular circumstances. Jesus Christ knows our circumstances better than we do. And he says we must not think about these things so as to make them the one concern of our life. Wherever there is competition, be sure that you put your relationship to God first. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. How much evil has begun to threaten you today? What kind of mean, that's another English word used, basically means ordinary or common rather than spiteful or hateful. What kind of mean, common little imps have been looking in and saying, now what are you going to do next month or this coming summer? be anxious for nothing. Jesus says, look again and think, keep your mind on the much more of your heavenly father in that relationship. I'm going to close our food for thought today with the very scripture that Chambers is referring to as the loving commands that directs us to think differently if we will choose to do so by faith through grace, the Holy Spirit given to us in Christ. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition or pleading, one translation said, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And what is the result of this consecration and this different thinking according to God's word? We find it right in the very next verse, in Philippians 2, verse 4. I just read that. I'm sorry, verse 6. I just read that. The very next verse, verse 7 shows us what we'll find, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's something we all want. The Bible is very clear on how we get there, and he's given you everything to do it. Will you lovingly obey and choose that? Love in action. Spend time with God in his word, prayer, and listening every day. Begin with the scriptures in this message. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, What does your life reflect that you are set apart for? Let me ask it a little differently. According to what we talk, what consumes your thinking? And is it in line with God and his word in that relationship? Is it guided by that? Number four, what do you need to do in loving obedience to his word to change your thinking and experience his peace that comes from being anxious in nothing? Begin today. To follow through according to his word now Mars family foundation friday with our good friend david walls as always it's it's, it's informative and, and insightful and great stuff we're going to discuss some prevalent and pertinent issues that are that affect us in the current general assembly here in kentucky but the principles can be used for all of us join us and be sure to invite your family friends loved ones and enemies so they can learn more about this as well Go to our website again loveandlordship.com there you can find podcasts articles and videos to help you in your walk with the lord if you see us as being a kingdom ministry for his glory and he's and he's encouraging you to do so click on the give tab and give there it takes about a minute maybe two and you can give one time or ongoing monthly and help multiply this message not only here in kentucky but around the world Uh, if if it's not us i say this every time i ask Please keep praying until the Lord shows you who he wants you to partner with and give to and then lovingly obey him and follow through and give to them. If it's us, thank you. All donations are fully tax deductible. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. And now stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up. And at 1245, check out my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to the authority of love.